0: I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham, your host here today, and I'm just delighted today, I am bringing you someone I just recently met and just adore, I've just met so many cool people through Lori, and I have just enjoyed getting to know her after over the last few weeks, and so I really wanted to bring her onto the show today to introduce her to you, and so I know you'll get so much value out of this talk today, so let's welcome Lori Seymour to Amplify You family, so Lori, thanks for being with us today.
1: Mm, thank you, Michelle, for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be invited to the party.
0: You are welcome. So we are doing, you know, I'd like to say this is a behind the mic interview with Lori because mm-hmm. Lori is the host of Wisdom Talk Radio podcast. So she's an international speaker and trainer. She's a two-time number one bestselling author. And she's also the founder and CEO of the Baca Institute. So 20 years ago, she was honored to receive the stewardship of a special historic technology that accelerates the process of innovation and creates individuals, creation in individuals and groups, which is so fascinating. So we're going to talk a bit about that today. So Lori, I just uh, I just want to welcome you to the show and just, uh, I'm just excited to dive in to hear more about all the things that you do. I'm ready. Awesome. <laughs> Diving with you. <laughs> awesome. So let's get started with, um, I'd love to talk about Wisdom Talk Radio first. So tell us a little bit about your show. What inspired you to start it?
1: Well, th- that's a great question because it's not necessarily the usual path. But um, there was a colleague, a colleague friend that I actually had met at um, Wisdom 2.0, a Wisdom 2.0 conference in San Francisco and we were talking about mm, wanting to create something. And, and as we were talking and as we started focusing on that, the, the, first of all, the name came and it was, of co- it was available, which was amazing. Um, and and yet the picture of what we wanted to do was as a collective. And so uh, I invited four other women to join us. So it ended up being the six of us who, who actually kicked it off. Um, and and the idea was, you know, to look at at consciousness from every perspective: conscious living, conscious relationships, conscious business, um, conscious parenting, and conscious evolution. I mean, I could go on.
0: <laughs> our kind of talk, we love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And um, and and so that's what that's how we started it as this collective, where each of us had our own individual voice. And, and our own individual show, or, or episodes, I should say, but we would also come together, we'd have a theme, um, talking about, um, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, it's like mm-hmm. radical, uh, radical acceptance was one of them, mm-hmm. actually. And, and then we'd, we would come together, virtually, of course, because uh, some, some people were in other countries, um, and talk about it. And, and share that kind of, of wisdom, all of us coming from our own perspectives. Mm. Um, and then as, as time went on, people got busy with other things, they left, um, and I really felt how important it was to continue doing this. So doing it with my, well, my own voice and interviewing all kinds of wonderful people to be able to bring that different kinds of wisdom different kinds of voices into the mix
0: Mm, that's so cool i love that you get to share all sorts of different wisdom with the world through all sorts of different lenses of the the host Mm -hmm. so the six of you guys kind of hosted it all together and we're also part of kind of like it was like a round table that you were doing right
1: exactly exactly
0: i love that idea that's really great um, and so Wisdom Talk Radio lives on now as you, with you as the host, and now mm-hmm. you're bringing on other guests to share their wisdom on your show as well.
1: Exactly. And we, 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 we some of us were doing interviews before mm-hmm. it, it just, so it was a, it was a different blend in some ways than it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then occasionally I get to interview a couple of people at, you know, great. at once and I create that. And that is a dynamic way to bring forth wisdom.
0: Absolutely. And a great way to deliver it to you and all from all different lenses and different hosts opinions. And Mm -hmm. uh, I love that, uh, that you've blended that all together. So what's been the best thing about having your podcast so far?
1: Ooh, you know, probably I could say several things, but probably one of the coolest things is being able to meet people that I wouldn't have another opportunity to meet. Um, for example, I, a few weeks ago, I got to interview uh, Rupert Sheldrake, mm-hmm. and a lot of your listeners may not know who he is. I've been surprised by the number of people that don't know who he is because I've known him for decades, mm-hmm. and um, he is a world-renowned biologist. He's the one that came up with Morphogenetic Fields, and, uh, and, I, and I was delighted that I got introduced in, in, uh, actually through his publisher to be able to interview him.
0: Wow! But, cool. and,
1: and then it's the, the people that you don't, you've never heard of mm-hmm. that just turn me on in such a way that it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't even know this could exist.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. The conversations that you get to have when you're a podcast host. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? You know it. Yeah. So great. And uh, it's so neat. So and the fact that um, his publisher reached out to you to interview him with, did he have a book that was coming out recently too?
1: He didn't have one that was just recent. Actually, this was a, a publishing house that um, uh, wrote to me and said, Look at our catalog, pick any books you want, with the idea towards um, inter- interviewing our writers. And I, I got to um, interview some amazing people that way.
0: Look at that opportunity. That's I a know. huge My bookcase grew. Wow, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. My family always laughs at me because I always get presents in the mail of like books from people that send me their books before they come on the show. Right. And my family's like, how are you getting all these people to send you all these things? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I have this thing called the podcast. It's a media yes. outlet. It's very oh. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very awesome. The cool opportunities that come out of podcasting. Has mm-hmm. there been any other surprising opportunities that have arose from your podcast?
1: Um, hmm. Well, it, being part of different kinds of, um, not only organizations, but being invited to be different, part of different mm-hmm. online programs, um, and, and it's been an amazing way for me to give voice to my own message. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to omit that at all, that the opportunity to just to kind of to speak directly mm-hmm. to people. Um, without any uh, anyone else's filter, is really an extraordinary opportunity.
0: Mm, that's cool. Yeah, it's been, it's neat to do, uh, to kind of start talking about your own thing too, because we don't usually have an opportunity to just like talk freely like that about what you do or <laughs> we offer. Hillary, your work is really interesting. It's very different than um, I've heard of uh, a other people uh, doing. You're working um, with creative intelligence Mm -hmm. and really helping um, founders and leaders, thought leaders specifically, and professional innovators um, use creativity and you help them from like the idea stage to the implementation stage. So Mm -hmm. can you walk us through what that looks like and and maybe explain to our, our, so our audience understands what is creative intelligence?
1: (laughs) That's a great question because Mm -hmm. people start to think about creativity when they hear this kind of way right. of describing things. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more than we think of as creativity. Creativity is not about, oh, I'm a painter or a singer or a poet. For me, creative intelligence is that part of life where we're able to connect with, with all there is. With the It's the creative intelligence of the universe. And it's the fact that We are a part of that. We're not separate from that. And we have us and and our particular frequency or set of frequencies. And then we have the universe and we're a piece of that. We're an expression of that. And as we learn how to connect with that aspect of the universe, that is that what I like to think of as that field of potentiality, that we get to tap into the level of of inspiration and direction that we wouldn't have access to if we're simply operating from our old ideas, our old paradigms, our, our normal ways of thinking about things. So this is a way of going beyond. And my work is about, really is about connecting people with that part of themselves, with that part of, Of life that we all have access to, we all have the the possibility of because we are an expression of of creativity, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Just by virtue that we're alive. (laughs) Um, But this is this takes it beyond into a way of um, being able to, I want to say, download your own original ideas, and and know that they're for you, know that they're that they're ripe for your own energetic matrix. And so then it's not to just um, say, oh, I've had my inspiration. Well, and then you go back to your old ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. Well, I know how to do this. And Mm -hmm. it's not that you ignore that. It's that you bring that into the space of of also being able to be inspired and directed um, for those next steps. How do we implement this? Who needs to be part of this? Who do I need to call? Um, And you you can actually... Create all of those steps and all of those pieces to get you to revenue mm-hmm. by virtue of this um, powerful interconnection. Mm-hmm. So it's like your inner wisdom, your gut instinct, so far refined that you know that you can trust it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the big thing, trusting it, right? I think a lot of people get these messages and be like, yeah, oh, I can't see how that's gonna happen. So I'm just gonna dismiss it, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and
1: it's, it's such a good thing that you just said. But it's such a smart thing you just said. Um, I, I this morning's I do a twice weekly terrain Meditation Live Online program. And um somebody was sharing at the end about her experience and she said you know, and I've got this great idea. And she had the whole thing that came to her mapped out. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get these people. That's exactly the way she put it. But she was so open and light about it mm. because of course we don't know. And that's the willingness to step into that and allow the energies to start to show you. It, you know, those are the synchronicities and the quote unquote coincidences mm. And, oh, I have an idea to connect with this person. I, you know, I call Michelle Abraham and wow, isn't she amazing? Uh, I didn't know that that was going to be a connection that would be so, so delightful.
0: Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting when you connect with people, especially if someone else is connected, like, like with us, someone else connected mm-hmm. us, and then, you, yeah. know, you don't know what to expect when you get on the call, and then turns in, if you're open, it turns into such a really interesting connection that's going to be there for a long time, and, and mm-hmm. so many other things open up from it too, right? It's just, yes, yeah, so yeah. and you can't predict. No, exactly, like, you know, um, so interesting. So, you know, one of the things, um, what, do you, what do you find are the things that happen to, um, say, a, a person or an innovator who is then connecting with this? What are some of the things, like, what are some of the results they're getting?
1: Ah, oh, it's so exciting to me. Um, again, from this, just from this morning, because it's so immediate, um, uh, several people were talking about you know that what came out of the time of meditation and and this is a particular way of working with energy during the time of meditation uh is that they they're they were getting like all the next pieces of mm-hmm. their ideas of, of what of their projects of what they're working on
0: mm-hmm. so
1: this wasn't the 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 that moment of grand inspiration idea. yeah
0: <laughs> it was like oh
1: i mean they were getting particular details
0: mm-hmm.
1: of okay. how many people what they needed to charge um, it, what the next, uh, you know, the the other players or the the team members that they needed to invite in, those kinds mm. of things.
0: Um, mm. Sounds like you really get a sense of confidence, right? In in those yes. messages, when then yes. you can, you it's like that reassurance that you're getting that okay, now exactly. I can, I can believe this message. I can implement it. I can. Mm-hmm. I now trust that it's. That, I can, that process, right?
1: Yeah, and part, part of um, the teaching, part of the training that I do in the potentiality process mm-hmm. is to teach people about discernment, mm-hmm. how to be able to know when you're getting an idea that's for you as mm-hmm. opposed to picking up the 32 ideas that might be for you know, everybody else out there in the world. Um, or how do you tell the difference between, um, well, something where your ego gets excited Mm-hmm. you know, that place where it's like, Ooh, yeah. And where the, where you get thrown off, your balance gets thrown off. Mm-hmm. And, and how to have balance because balance is a part of confidence. Mm-hmm. And when you have that confidence and that feeling of ease and, and start um, being able to identify that as, as, Oh, this is, this is what it feels like when you're connected and you're doing what you need to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. I love that. And so you help people do this through a meditation and through some other process, the potentiality process that you're speaking about?
1: Um, meditation is a piece of it, and it's, mm-hmm. it's something called Torreya meditation. Mm-hmm. And in Torreya meditation, especially when I'm working, like I will be in a few weeks, mm-hmm. um, in an intensive, like in a week intensive, I'm really working with like I, the, 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 the latest title that came up with was inspiration into action because that's mm, what happens. Mm. And it's really a process of initiating people through that weekend. Mm-hmm. And this is all done virtually now. Uh, because, Incredible, um, that. We can all do yeah. it virtually now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and people have a very different way of being able to connect with their own inner guidance system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And some people didn't, you know, it was never even a thing. Other people, you know, yeah, I know this, but but it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And uh, part of the, the process is um, an understanding of how energy fields work, an understanding of, of the way in which we can open up to the different energy fields mm-hmm. that are out there, and allow ourselves to receive.
0: Mm-hmm receiving that's a big one isn't it <laughs> it is it is i heard i was in a, a course recently we we're talking about receiving where it was like 17 seconds of receiving equal to like a crazy amount of like other activities <laughs> wow. like just like the amount of uh, the amount if you could focus on receiving or I think it was so so I, I have to go back okay. and look at it. I have yeah. to go back and ask my friend Cheryl Bruce. So she's <laughs> she's the lady that was telling me this, and I was like, wow, that's incredible. So you spend a minute. It was a minute or something that you. Anyways, I'm I'm now gonna have to go back and think and yes. get that correct. The idea, that, the idea. The idea is, is, yeah.
1: Strong, yeah.
0: Yeah, the idea is that you spend time like learning to receive, and mm-hmm. that time spent receiving gonna, t- you know, o- outdo so many other activities that you could do for the same outcome. Yeah, because yeah. basically, because you're the, receiving. The of
1: of it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're receiving from the universe. You're receiving from that field of potentiality, mm-hmm. and and that's how light and energy works. Mm-hmm. Is that you know it, it's like we're we're always being impacted by those kinds of things by energy, mm-hmm. but we don't often take time to consciously receive it. Mm -hmm. and consciously interact with it and then learn how that flow learn the feeling of that flow and and being able to tap into it Mm
0: -hmm. and is that feeling of flow now that you've practiced this and something that you do a lot can you turn that on in like if you feel like you're getting out of that flow you can turn it back on very quickly? absolutely
1: Absolutely. And I think
0: that must be one of the things that you help people do is shorten that time between like, you know, being in flow and out of flow, (laughs) or if you get out of flow, how to get back faster.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. What people find is that um, the, the, the pathway gets, becomes strong, becomes kind of established, like anchored in you so that it, it doesn't have to take any long time. It's not like, Oh, I'm out of flow. What do I need to do? I need to do some big, long process. Mm-hmm. It can be, and, and I want to invite your listeners to this. It can be as simple as taking a conscious aware breath. Mm-hmm. When I realize that my breath is keeping me alive and the breath is intelligence, you know, it knows exactly what to do in my body. I don't have to direct it. I don't have to um, know which gases need to mix with something else because I soften. You know, there's that softening when you take an aware breath, like, oh, there's an appreciation.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's
1: a, that, that word again, there's a receiving. Mm. Yeah.
0: us cool. go, love that. Is there now? What if we built up some negative patterns and behaviors around, you know, it's potentially stopping an innovator or a thought leader, mm-hmm. or, you mm-hmm. know, from being that and getting out there and having that potential that there that's for them? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some ways that we can un- unhinder ourselves from those those <laughs> patterns?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a great question because there are always those.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my,
1: my background, new my level, original... new
0: devil, Was that the, was that what? the new level, new devil, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new, new, as you rise up, you have a new, new, new patterns you need to write through, right? Well,
1: I, I don't even know that it's new, a new pattern mm-hmm. so much as a new awareness. New
0: awareness of those patterns. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
1: You know, I used to be a psychotherapist and mm-hmm. I was for many years. And so what did I work with people on where, you know, we're, we're both patterns and potential. Mm-hmm. I think I've always done that. And I'm still in a way doing that because part of um, being able to connect with your own inner guidance system is mm-hmm. you come up against those old patterns mm-hmm. and those old patterns might be um, self-doubt mm-hmm. or self-judgment or um, thinking you're not enough, which is a form of self-judgment. Mm-hmm. So if we, if we look at self-doubt for, for a moment, and we know that feeling, those of us like me who who have had a lot of self doubt okay. um, or you know kind of as a persistent pattern, okay. I know what that place feels like, and that that used to be, and I will say that truthfully, used to be um, so familiar, mm-hmm. and it used to be what I thought was the truth and when I started working in these ways and started um, experiencing different ways of being and energy. I, I what I remember is uh, feeling like, oh, wait a minute, this is different. This mm-hmm. is not that, and because it felt so good, the feeling of of uh, really of of self love. I guess that's the other side. I think of self doubt mm-hmm. and it feeling so good that I could say, if this feels good, this must be the what, this must be true. This must be truth. Mm -hmm. And then when, you know, the the self-doubt might creep in, and it just can start with a thought. It usually is a thought. And it's not to go down the rabbit hole. Okay. What caused this? Is this really true? Not to, to um, assess it or try and process it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But to take a breath and say, wait a minute, that's not the feeling that was truth. Mm. That's something else. And it's kind of like waking up to what's real and what's true and what's, and then that gets stronger and stronger and stronger Mm. so that, you know, in a moment, if there's a, if there's a thought of self doubt that comes in you're able to take a breath and and move beyond it and it just goes it's like oh, that old thing and seeing those things as just patterns they're not true they're just patterns
0: mm-hmm. wow that was explained in really an interesting way i've i know the concept but like nobody's explained it the same way that you just mm-hmm. did i like i like the way you just explained it it makes it really easy to understand, like, mm-hmm. this is true, this is not true. This is, that seems <laughs> right. really- And it's how
1: it feels in the feeling body. So part oh, yeah. of my work is about teaching people about their feeling body, because mm-hmm. th- that level of what I think of as sensation, not emotion, but sensation, it gives us so much information. And it's, it's, the, um, it's some of the beginning stages of, of identifying what's true is identifying, you know, where, where, do we, where do we feel things in our body? How do we feel it? Mm. Do, you, do you know the feeling, Michelle, of, of um, oh, like you're about to do something and you get this kind of sick feeling in your stomach
0: <laughs> and, yeah. you, and
1: you say, oh, what, you know, I, I must be coming down with something or do you know that feeling?
0: Yeah, I usually get that feeling like before I go speak on a big stage. Like,
1: Ah, oh my God, I can't
0: do this. Okay, (laughs) that's, you know that one. Yeah. And still, even after like how many stages. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Uh, Yeah, I get that too. I get, But that's excitement too. Mm, But sometimes it's the energy is kind of showing you something. Your body's picking up something, Mm. not necessarily yours, but maybe you're going in to meet some people and they've just had a big fight and they're good friends of yours but they've had a big fight and you're going like, what's going on? I felt okay before I came.
0: Mm,
1: Maybe they're mad at me. You could do that number.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Or you could just stay as the witness, you know, like, okay, I'm feeling this. What is it showing me? And then, and learning how to decode that.
0: Hmm. That'd be so helpful if we could all do that really well. right? (laughs) It would solve probably a lot of problems in the world. (laughs) Truly. Truly, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Uh, that's so, uh, so fascinating, your work. So, where can we find out more about what you do, what kind of courses you're offering, how to work with you? Mm. I think this is something that I'm sure our listeners will be super fascinated about.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would love that. Um, my website is Or Sorry, the baka was the baka journey. Every so often that creeps out of my mouth. Um, it's thebakainstitute.com and Baca is B as in boy, A-C-A. And, and just really quickly, that is a place in Southern Colorado, the Baca Grande, where there was a group of about 50 of us that spent about 20 years meeting there regularly mm-hmm. to do our own inner research about working with energy. And that's where a lot of this work came into being. Um, and so when I, when I did the online thing about 10 years ago, and that's, I named it after that. I
0: love
1: that. Um, that's so, cool. so the bakainstitute.com <laughs> is where people can go. And as I'd mentioned, I have the twice weekly Tereya meditation live online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really a drop in people subscribe for a month and then, you know, they, they continue or not, but they can come because I've got it. there live twice a week, mm-hmm. you know, as often as they would like. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you and spell then they have an intense, sorry.
0: How do you spell it? Oh, Tereya Good yeah.
1: question. Uh, yes, it's T-U-R-A-Y-A.
0: Anyway, okay, just wanted to visualize that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of how that would be spelled. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be doing the, um, the Inspiration into Action, tereya Meditation mm. Intensive. It's a two-day intensive that will take you through all of that process through, mm. through those initiations, and it, what I think of as like the installation of an app within you mm-hmm. um, and the the working with this whole process to uh, quite amazingly, by the end of that weekend, come out on the other side with, here are my next steps. Mm. And um, and then people ha- as part of that are able to come into the Terrain Meditation live online to continue deepening and strengthening um, that connection.
0: Mm. So that's cool.
1: That's October 24th and
0: 25th. Mm, fascinating. That's coming up at the time of recording this guy. So I'm going to get this episode out quick. So you have time <laughs> to go and uh, check it out. How often do you do those often? Or just this is what kind of? Um, one?
1: I did the last one in August. Uh, you know, I'll do the next one will be sometime early 2021, but cool. I don't have that date yet.
0: Great. So if you're listening beyond October 24th, no, go check out the Baka com and uh, see when the next one is coming up. So. Yeah. And there's the creative uh, innovator quiz there. Go take that. Yeah, that's right. I've taken that as a really interesting quiz. Uh, so Lori, thank you so much for spending our, your, your valuable time with us today. It's mm-hmm. been fascinating to hear all the wonderful things that you're up to. And I know our audience will get a lot out of this talk. So if you can leave us with a few words of wisdom uh, from things either you've learned on your podcast or things you have learned mm-hmm. in the work that you do, what would that be?
1: Hmm. We talk sometimes about an inner teacher or an inner guide or something like that. It's not a metaphor. We really do have this inner compass, I'll just say it that way, within us. And we can think of that as, you know, is in the heart center. Mm -hmm. It's not about emotion. It really is, there really is a way to connect with the guidance that can come from the universe. And once you learn it, once you realize it, it doesn't get taken away from you.
0: Mm. Wow. That's very cool. The inner compass, guys. Tune into (laughs) it. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Lori, for spending your time with us today. I really Mm. appreciate it and look forward to chatting with you again soon.
1: Thank you, Michelle. I'm delighted to be here and thank you for this opportunity and I look forward to our next conversation.
0: Absolutely. Amplify you family out there. Make sure you go connect with Lori. She's amazing. And until next time, go out there, share your message with the world. Somebody needs to hear what you have to say. So be great and see you next week.